Good day, everybody. Good morning, January 3rd. Um, today, we are going to be going over Genesis 5 and 6 and Philippians 2, 12 through 30. My name is Jeremy. This is the Spirit, Mind, Body podcast. I am a born-again follower of Christ, a husband, father. I lead worship, and I'm one of the elders at... Um, the church in Wisconsin, and um, the Lord has just put it upon my heart to encourage you all, whoever you all are, um, to to dig into the Word of God, um, to draw closer to Him, and just to just generally speaking, um, that we would live healthier lives spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, I was speaking with my wife uh, the other day after she listened to one of the episodes, and one of the things that she and I, uh, she had suggested that I do is is make sure that, and and I agree with her is is to make sure that I encourage you guys um, to dig into the word for yourself. I can I can do um, the Bible study on my end and and summarize some things and you know kind of come up with some 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 points that I feel are are important or or, or relevant to our lives nowadays, but, um, ultimately, um, it is best for you to really dig into the word. So whether you read the passages before or after this podcast, either way is cool. Um, but just make sure you're doing it and make sure that you're, you're asking God to reveal himself to you through those scriptures by his spirit. He will, he will do that. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. It's a promise, and the Lord will be faithful in those in that in that promise. So, um, just make sure that you're digging into it, um, and uh, um, the Lord will bless you for that. So, um, again, Genesis five and six is where we're going to start today. Um, I will now read the entire genealogy from Adam to Noah. No, I won't. It is uh, it's a genealogy, but there are. Um, one of the things I don't want to dismiss genealogies. Um, there, I've been in some really amazing Bible studies where there's some, some very cool things that get pulled out of genealogies that, um, maybe we don't see it at first, but, uh, um, God's a God of detail and, and we can, we can glean a lot from, from seeing some of these genealogies and paying attention to some of the details and the, that even the time frames and everything, you know, how many years was it from Adam to Abraham, from Abraham to Christ, from Christ to now, you know, all of these things. I'm a, I am a young earth creationist. I don't know if you got that from the first episode, but, um, uh, you know, it's cool to see almost exactly how old the earth is. You know, it's a, it's very interesting. And, um, and if you don't agree with that, go ahead and comment in, in the comments. We'll talk about it. I won't argue with you, but we can talk about it. Um, um, so looking at, at this genealogy, um, one of the first things that I want to point out that we see is Enoch in, in, in verse 24. I know that's kind of a ways down there, but um, as we go through the genealogies, this was the first recorded um, fifth book of the Bible, first recorded taking away of an into it. And, and that's like, I don't want to say it's in air quotes, but it's, it's a, it's a term that is not common, you know? So taking away of an individual by the Lord. It's, it's uh here, let's read it here. 524. <clears throat> and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Um, Enoch was he just honored the Lord. 
uh, is what we can gather from this. Um, God, God took him, took him away. He's not listed in having lived so many years like everybody else and, and, and then dying. God took him. So um, it's just an interesting little blurb of a thing, but we see, um, you know, Elijah and then the church, you know, the, the snatching away, the catching up of, of the church in First Thessalonians 4, I think it is. Um, uh, you know, there, there's these examples of the Lord taking, taking people, just taking them away. So, um, so that was an interesting thing. Uh, 528, we see another Lamech, 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 not the same one as that we saw, um, yesterday. I think it was in, in, in chapter four. Um, but, uh, he's still, still a prideful, and maybe not prideful, but self-focused um, individual. Um, we see that he, he uh, in, in verse 28, he, he names his son Noah, meaning rest, almost in hope that it would manifest a break from the ground that God cursed. Um, little did he know what that break would be, that, uh, that respite. Um, he says, uh, um, he, he called his he had a son, he called his name Noah, saying, this one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. So almost this shaking of his fist comment at God, you know, and, and like, oh, my son, he will, he'll give us some relief. And uh, like I said, little did he know that uh, uh, the extent of, uh, you know, that Noah was going to be used by the Lord in, in, the history of the world and, and, and God's creation. So, um, in chapter six, we see giants. It's interesting, but we're not going to dig into that right now because that's a whole study on, you know, what, what does it mean for the sons of God going into the daughters of man? And, you know, later on we will see the Nephilim and it's, 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 it's very interesting. Um, it's, you know, as far as we can tell, this was, this was an abomination, to the Lord. Um, and, uh, but, but it was something that he allowed to happen where, you know, whether it was angels, you know, fallen angels who were, it's, it's all a very interesting, strange, you know, something that's super foreign to us nowadays, but, um, we see that, but then moving on, um, uh, there's lots of evil. You know, we see that, that the world's evil, except Noah, who found grace in the eyes of the Lord and God decides to destroy all life except those that were going to be on the ark with Noah, which were his his wife, his sons, his sons' wives, and then the animals that he would bring on. Um, and so God honored Noah's faithfulness by giving him revelation and protection. Noah, I'm going to flood the earth, and I want to keep you from that fate. I want to keep, protect you from my wrath. And I'm making a way, I'm revealing to you exactly what you need to do to be kept from this wrath. And that's something that obviously Noah experienced in an extremely tangible way um, with the destruction of the whole earth minus that ark and the people inside of it. But we can also experience, if we're living lives faithful to, to the Lord, we can experience that that protection and revelation um, um, and it's not always going to look like what we think it is, whether or not it had rained. It seems like maybe it hadn't rained yet up until this point. Um, but Noah's like, well, build a boat and it's going to flood the whole earth. You know, like sometimes 
God tells us to do things that we're, we, it just doesn't make sense to our human logic, but we just need to learn to be faithful and trust and be obedient to whatever it is that God gives us to do, no matter how weird that might feel. <clears throat> so moving on, Philippians 2, 12 through 30. So 2, 12 through 13, um, Paul is talking about working out our salvation with fear and trembling because it is God who works in us to will and to do. So working it out is is this idea that Paul revisits time and again, author and finisher and, and running the race to as if to win and all of these things. It's, it is a, a journey that we begin with salvation and it ends with salvation. And it's the Lord is the one that keeps us and gives us the grace and the strength to do it, but but we've got to see it through. We've got to get all the way through it. So, And he says to work that salvation out with fear, which is like the reverence of God. Um, it's not something that we do flippantly or lightly. There needs to be a reverence of who God is. And he's he is a loving, gracious, merciful God. He's also a just and wrathful God. And we can't, we can't separate those two. Though, though that is that is one God who is all encompassing, and He is good, and He is right in everything that He does. And um, and so there's that there, there's that trembling that comes, which is either like trembling, like shaking in an awe or a weakness. Um, um, and and then He says, because in verse thirteen, it is God. Here, let me read that here. It is God who works it in us to will and to do um, for his good pleasure. He works it in us to to be able to do it and also to have the desire to do it, um, to have the will to do it because he puts his will in us when we conform ourselves to him. Um, it's a process that he does it and we cooperate. We allow it to happen. We submit ourselves fully to him and he, and he works that in us and it's and it's beautiful and it allows us to have that 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 reverence and that awe for who God is. Um the this walk is it's it's just wonderful. Uh, just like beautiful what what God does in us. Um and then uh 2:14 stop complaining, stop arguing. <laughs> He's basically just comes right out, do all things without complaining and disputing. And he, you know, he goes on to, to, to speak more about, you know, some of the other things that are going on at the time, people who he's sending and commending and all of these things. But, um, that verse of doing things without complaining and disputing, self-examine, self be, make sure have some self-awareness and realize we all complain and argue much more than we ought to, um, if we would just have the love and the and the submission for God and and realize that that, that everything that He allows to happen is is good. It's for our it's for our good, and we can we can praise Him in in all of that. So, um, moving on to Psalms two for today. Um, this is a messianic uh, chapter of Psalms. Um, on the surface, it kind of looked like it's talking about David to some people, but it very much is talking about the coming Messiah, and it is a warning. Um, and not coincidentally, um, verse two eleven of Psalms: "Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling." Um, Though those characteristics of our walk and our faith in God in in our life um, 
it's it it's it's there whether it's back in this time when psalms was written or you know in the time of paul or now in the day that we're living um but you know the, the next verse says kiss the son lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little like even a little wrath of god we can't stand up we can't i can't wait to get to the book of job it's just who are you man that <laughs> like go ahead and stand up and see what see what you can do um but it says at the very end of this chapter of Psalms, blessed are those who put their trust in him. So as with Noah, as with this, this verse in Psalms, um, as with our walk, in, uh, our walk along with Christ right now, our faith, God always blesses those who trust him and are faithful to him. Um, he always makes that, he, he's, he's merciful and he's good. And he's loving and kind to those who put their faith and trust in him. Um, he longs for that relationship with you. And, and so um, that you would meditate on that, on that submission to, to God. It, it is, again, it's just a, a, a very good thing. So then finally today, um, I want to talk about another physical health benefit. And this is going to be, this is simpler than fasting um, um, this is, this is simpler than, than just about anything we could talk about. Um, and, uh, that thing that we are going to talk about today is water. It is drinking water, staying well hydrated is absolutely the most important thing you can do for your health. Um, relatively speaking, obviously there are going to be some people who, uh, need to do one thing in a specific situation more than others but generally speaking drinking water is going to be the biggest boon to your physical health and again there's there are many many scriptures of the uh, uh, analogies of living water and uh, water that you'll have and never thirst you know but um, the, the physical body that God has given us water helps your blood and muscles to to do the things that they are supposed to do and to do them well and correctly. It keeps, it, it, uh, it, keep, it, it can keep you from um, having so much hunger. You know, you can have a more of a feeling of fullness if you, if you drink water more often. Water flushes toxins out of your system. It aids in digestion, immunity. Um, you'll have healthier skin. It improves brain function. You know, sometimes I, I used to get migraines and it was either I didn't get enough sleep, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, <laughs> or or i didn't drink enough water or both and uh and so drinking water just just that if you would drink three or four liters of water a day and you can drink more than that but drinking water and i'm not going to talk about electrolytes right now most likely you're getting enough of that in your food uh anyway but just drink three or four liters of water a day and i know that can seem like a lot but if you just carry a water bottle around with you i always have my water bottle with me this is roundabout podcast this little pl plug <laughs> for, for the other podcast but um uh carry a water bottle with you sip on it throughout the entire day from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed you will feel better you will function better you will you will be healthier you'll probably lose weight if you're not already drinking water you'll actually probably lose weight from it um it is just it's so so essential to stay well hydrated so so that's my little physical health tidbit for the day um i appreciate you guys so much i pray that you guys would be blessed by 
the, the, the conversation here, but even more so than that, by the scriptures, by what the Lord reveals to you in the scriptures. So again, as I said in the beginning, please read those passages. I'll have tomorrow's um, up in the video description as well. And um, I just, I pray that you guys would be blessed uh, by whatever the Lord has to, to speak to you through this and uh, that you would just draw near to him. And uh, I thank you guys for joining me. Share this, subscribe if you want, comment down below, we'll debate. I'm just kidding, we're not going to debate. Um, but uh, we can talk about whatever you want. And uh, uh, I appreciate you guys joining me. Thanks so much.